الجزيرة بودكاست Will the pro-democracy opposition take power in Thailand? It secured a significant general election victory and promises major reforms. But with the military so powerful, can they be achieved? I'm Laura Kyle and you're listening to the Inside Story podcast where we dissect, analyze and help define major global stories. Okay, well, let's get into the discussion now and join our guests all from Bangkok. Parad Wacharasin is policy campaign manager for the Move Forward Party and an MP-elect in the Thai government. Panchadar Siriwanabud is a specialist in Thai politics and associate professor at Mahidol University. And Sean Boonprakon is a political analyst and former national security advisor to the then Prime Minister, Yingluck Shinawat. Shino A very warm welcome to all of you. Parit Wacharasin, first of all, congratulations on your win. It has sent shockwaves through Thailand. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, thank you very much. I think um, the election results were actually even beyond our own internal expectations. I think, and what it demonstrates is a clear demand for change um, that the Thai people want to see. I mean, if you look beyond just the results of Move Forward Party, you will realize that there are only two parties that were able to get uh, more than 100 seats um, and only two parties that were able to get support from more than 10 million voters. And that is Move Forward Party and Per Thai Party, uh, both of whom were in the opposition side of the political spectrum um, over the past four years. So I think what it demonstrates is a clear uh, demand for change uh, from the Thai people. Uh, right now, I think what we are trying to do is to push ahead to form um, a government that can push through these um, progressive reforms across both political, um, economic and social issues. Yeah, we'll look at just how easy or difficult that's going to be in just a moment. Sean, for the first time, Puerto Thai, it may have come second in this election, but it's the first time that it's lost the popular vote. Has the Shinawat dynasty lost its shine? Well, I would like to caution this, even if I want to congratulate Goodverit uh, for his party victory. But in terms of uh, in terms of numbers of of uh, district MPs, it was very close, 113 to 112. But yes, their party list, the uh, Move Forward Party leads the Thai by substantial margin. But both of us, both of our parties, both of Pua Thai and Gao Gai have been an ally. We may have some differences, but we also want to move the country forward and Pua Thai want to work with and give the Gao Gai MFW a chance to form the government and we will refrain from, from are doing anything uh, beyond what is a political courtesy uh, and wait for that. However, we also know that uh, with our coalition, Pita of Move Forward only has 310 votes. In order to be a, a prime minister, it requires 376 votes. Uh, for the steps we have to go through before that date, that's a, that, that's a political timetable here. EC has to certify around in 60 days uh, for it, okay. uh, for for official result. Then there's a process to elect the House Speaker. The next would be the Prime Minister. And so far, Move Forward has to work hard to recruit more members or even appeal to appointed Senate uh, in order for 
to be the prime minister. Okay, well, let's ask uh, Panchadar whether she thinks that this can be achieved. Can this coalition lure more people to join it to reach that magic 376 number, whereby it can easily form its own government and choose its own leader? Well, uh, well uh, first of all, if, uh, good evening from Bangkok and congratulations to Kun Parit. Well, you know, this is a, a lot of uh, a lot of criticisms on this because you know everyone who worked for Move Forward Party they want Move Forward to form the coalition government and to become the prime minister. The party leaders of Move Forward supposed to be the prime minister, but so far I think it's a really, a really difficult time because you know in Thailand or in all the media channel, the senators, you know, a lot of senators has already given uh, interview for a lot of media that they will not vote, you know, to support move forward uh, to become the prime minister and also to form the coalition government. So at this time, you know, even though Pertai sort of agree that uh, they would support move forward to form the coalition government, but they are still, you know, not guaranteed uh, whether or not move forward can file 376, as the earlier speaker have to say. 376 is a really important number that move forward have to file for it. And so far, uh, it seems like move forward, you know, kind of uh, expect the Senate, you know, to vote to support them, um, mm. which is for me, I think it's a bit difficult. And, you know, we have we have to wait and see whether or not move forward can form the coalition and, you know, to uh, to nominate the prime minister with the 376 seats. OK, so Parrot, we, we've heard from uh, the move forward party leader, Peter Limjaroenrat, he's almost dared the Senate to defy the vote outcome, to defy the people's will. But as Panchadas says, is it an unrealistic request to get this military-backed number of members in the Senate to switch allegiances? I don't think it's an, an unrealistic uh, request. I mean, we always uh, reiterate that, you know, giving an, a military-appointed um, uh, Senate the power to vote for prime minister is undemocratic in nature. But I think you, there are two important numbers to bear in mind. The first one is, of course, 376, which is basically um, the 50 percent of the, the joint houses of parliament to get elected um, prime minister. But the second number is 250, which is actually the, the target for actually managing the government. Because once you form a government, um, any um, votes on laws, any votes on the budget or any votes on no confidence actually does not involve um, the Senate. So in that sense, um, even though the 250 senators could theoretically um, block a prime minister that demands the majority of the lower house in the vote for the prime minister, but I don't see the point of doing that because if they prop up any prime minister that only commands a minority of the lower house, then that prime minister, whoever he or she may be, cannot actually govern, cannot pass any bills, cannot pass any mm. um, budget and will get voted down in no conference straight away. Um, but I think to speak in numbers, right, how do we get to that 376? I think right now, um, the set of parties that we are planning to form a coalition with gets us to about three, 310. Um, the question is, where is the other 60 going to come from? I think two sources. Uh, the first source is actually the senators, because we see that a lot of senators who came out and spoke against voting for a uh, move forward prime minister uh, do not represent the viewpoint of all senators. And we've uh, when uh, actually, um, as recently as today, we are seeing more and more senators coming out saying that they will, they will um, back uh, move forward um, led coalition, not because they particularly like move forward, but because they want to abide by democratic rules that they should support um, a set of parties that can, or a government that can command more than half the lower house. Uh, and the second source of support is actually from the, the other parties that are not in the coalition, but given this special circumstance, they might respectfully vote 
for um, a, a move forward led coalition, even though they will not be part of the government, just to you know block out um, the issue of the the senators um, blocking um, uh, the the majority government. Okay. Sean, Barrett is, is expressing some optimism there that the party can move forward and, and form the government. Also questioning why the military would put a weak leader in place in charge of a Sorry. minority government. But from your experience with Pue Thai Party, this has happened before, hasn't it? Back in 2019, Pue Thai won again the, the, the popular vote, but didn't get to rule the country. Parath Charucha was put in place by the military. I, I see this peculiarity of, of this constitution. It, it was written to retain the advantage of the military incumbent. And then, therefore, in order to move the country forward, there has to be some sort of compromise uh, among the appointed senators. And like when Parrot said, that they have made some gestures to get the country moving forward. I really wouldn't lose that much hope. We have to take a little bit of step each time. And the mood of the country is, even if, uh, to me, the Senate is, is in a little bit of a lame duck, they have one year left to go. And uh, if, if uh, move forward, talk to them nicely, they could produce a result that can be surprising. But then we are in a situation that is kind of unknown, unknown here. I don't want to go on the limb to say that a move forward will succeed, but this mm. is a situation where we are. We have 60 days uh, for, for this to happen. There's plenty of uh, maneuvering. In Thai politics, there's a lot of dark arts uh, uh, happen all the time. There has been uh, a substantial of under, underneath uh, table moving, but uh, this is what EC has to certify this. And and uh, for, for the near future, nobody knows, but let's hope that move forward could form okay. the government as they since they won. Panshadar, let's look at the election commission. As Sean has said, it it's, uh, has 60 days to certify the result. Now, it's worth mentioning, isn't it, that the election commission is part of the establishment, the powerful conservative establishment which controls largely uh, the courts, the election commission, and has many tools at its disposal to retain the status quo. So what are the chances that the election commission is actually going to certify this result? Well, I think, you know, uh, a lot of people criticize election, the election commissions of Thailand since the 2019 election and also this election as well. But, you know, um, that's, um, that's uh, this. I think this time is a lot uh, a bit uh, better than last election because, you know, a lot of people and, you know, social media and online media are trying to observe how the election commissions handle these elections. And, you know, at this time, you know, election commission trying to, I think they will prolong the way they're going to announce the result of the uh, election this time. So it's going to take 60 days. And after that, you know, it's the time that uh, you can, we can see the coalition government. Um, if the people in Thailand, especially the young generation, you know, be involved in the politics like this and keep doing this, uh, you know, until we find, we find out who's going to be the coalition government, it will help to observe how the election commission handle the situation and, uh, you know, investigate, you know, anything that might do wrong with the election commission as well. Parrot, there are some big reforms on the Move Forward agenda. What are your priorities there? 
Um, I think let me just come back to your previous question a little bit, Laura, and just to clarify and give you kind of two more sources of hope. The first one is that the situation is slightly different between 2019 and um, the current election, because this time round, um, Move Forward and Pertai together, um, when you add the numbers together, for more than half of the MPs in the lower house. This was mm. not the case back in 2019, which then allowed the Senate to have an excuse to vote and retain General Puyut. So this time it's slightly different. And the second source of information is that actually across the past three years, uh, there have been at least 60 senators who voted um, in agreement with um, abolishing their power to vote for who becomes prime minister, even though that didn't pass and that wasn't the majority of the senators. But there were at least 60 who were in favor or at least were in, uh, opposed to, to them having this power to elect, prime, elect um, who becomes prime minister. So we're hopeful that these 60 senators will also retain what they had voted for previously as well. Um, to your question on our agenda, I mean, we have 300 policies that we um, introduced and communicated with, uh, with the voters before the election. So, I mean, of course, in a coalition government, there will have to be um, conversations about how much that is um, in line with the other coalition um, parties. Mm. But as the largest party, I think we will try and push ahead as many of our policies as possible as a joint agenda for the government. And that includes things like democratization. It includes things like demilitarization. It includes our agenda to decentralize power to local governments, to reduce inequality through an expansion of welfare state, as well as um, reforms of the education system and the civil service. So, I mean, they're all important. Um, and I think right now is uh, the situations that we're in conversations with other coalition partners about. Uh, what should be the joint agenda of the of the coalition government? Okay, Sean, demilitarization. Is the military in Thailand ready to relinquish power? Well, apparently, this is a, the joint uh, policy platform of both Thai and uh, Move Forward is to make uh, the military uh, uh, to get rid of the draft. So it would be volunteer army, just like United States. And and word that I have heard is that Kun uh, Pita, the head of of Gaogai, want to take over uh, two key ministries. One of them is uh, the Ministry of Defense and the Education, and part of this uh, political reform is to to push through this uh, volunteer army. But I want to point out that uh, for the issue concerning. Uh, the nation is 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 more than just just uh, reform alone, but the economic malaise that Thailand faced for the past eight years, the last two years, especially with the COVID, Thai people are in really really bad shape, and mm. this coalition, new coalition government must must put focus on economic priority as that Thai has put forward, and, and, and not not as much clearer as, as from MFW, but but we hope they could uh, uh, you know put put and understand this this uh, priority. Okay, uh, Peter. Um, sorry, Parrot. The, the economy is that going to be a number one priority? I mean, the economy is, is a priority for us. So, I mean, mm. if you look at our three hundred policies, I may have to respectfully disagree with the earlier statement that, that we have not been clear on our economic policies. I mean, we actually announced not just the 300 policies that we wanted to, to do across our four-year term, but we also presented a 100-day um, roadmap of what we would do in the first 100 days. And part of that will include um, economic um, initiatives, uh, whether it's you know reducing electricity bills, uh, whether it's um, 
um, introducing a new um, a program that allows for SMEs to be able to compete more against the big businesses, as well as increasing minimum wage to 450 baht um, per day uh, within the first 100 days, and then you know amending the law to ensure that minimum wage rises automatically each year based on inflation and economic growth. So I think I have to respectfully disagree with the with the assumption that move forward party's agenda is not focused on on economic priorities. I think what we're trying to say is that um, you know solving the economic issues as well as doing the necessary reforms of various um, political institutions and and you know the civil service and education can be done in parallel, and that's what we will do. Okay, and I'm sure many of those more detailed conversations will be happening over the coming days and weeks between these co potential coalition partners. Um, Panchada, I want to get back to this issue of the military because it's still, well, there's a lot of optimism today that uh, it will relinquish power. There's really still no certainty. And looking at history, uh, it has a huge amount of power in Thailand. There's been many, many military coups in its history when it hasn't. Uh, gone the way of the, the, the military. We talk about demilitarization. Yes, removing the draft is one thing. But what about removing the military from politics? Is it ready to withdraw there? Well, I think, you know, uh, most of the political party and even, you know, the young generation, they want, you know, the military to be out of the politics. But in practice, at this time, I think it's a little bit hard because, you know, they, they are supporting the conservative sides. And then to get them out from the milit uh, from the politics, there should be, uh, you know, really uh, slow uh, a continuous process and it has to be take some time and at this election i think it's really clear that you know most of the people in thailand they don't military to be you know reserved or you know working in the politics anymore and as a result of the elections you know um the two major uh, pro-military party has been, you know, they gained a, lot, a little numbers of votes. And, you know, uh, the prime minister, Prayutta Nocha, seemed to be, you know, stop working and stop do uh, stop being in the politics. As you can see uh, today, you know, one of his uh, colleagues and uh, the, one of the former minister have pointed out that uh, the prime minister, Prayutta Nocha, maybe stopped, you know, and try to not, not, not going to be involved in politics anymore. But again, you know, we don't really know how it's going to be like. It just depends on how the coalition government going to be like. If mm. Move Forward cannot really form the coalition government and Pitar cannot be the prime minister and let the second political party put Thai to join, uh, to be, uh, you know, the leading of the coalition government and to become you know, um, the prime minister. That's a second option that a lot of people talking about it, that uh, Pua Thai might join with other pro-military political parties or Palang Bajarat party to form the coalition government. So then at this time, I think Pua Thai is a really important factor, whether they're going to really join with Move Forward to form a coalition government. And I hope it's going to happen. But if not, that's another option that Pua Thai mm. would form another coalition government with other political parties. Sean, what is the chance of that happening, that Puertai will abandon the Move Forward party and join the pro-military pro parties? Um, today, the Puertai party has come out and said they would play by a political rule which allowed Move Forward to be the first to, um, <clears throat> to form this government and, and without, without using the two uncles, meaning the military parties involved. And I have to be... Uh, I, I have to abide by that reasoning. But of course, there's always a lot of scenario, a lot of things can happen in 60 days before mm -hmm. the, the House first session 
there could be a lot of polit political maneuvering. And if the Senate rejected, um, or if move forward got short numbers for some reason in negotiation to get so-called 60 possible independent uh, senators not to side with them, it's, it's such an unknown future that I can't comment sure. upon. And Thailand being a, a, uh, a difficult situation politically for a long, long time in terms of not having a constitutional election. So all sides are watching each other very, very well. And, and we have to see what really would happen. But okay. Thai want to divide the rules. Okay. Um, Parit, a major part of Move Forward Party's campaign agenda was a promise to amend the sensitive Lesser Majeste laws. Uh, Peter has already vowed to go ahead with that. Is he not worried that he's going to suffer the same fate as the future Ford founder and be charged under Section 112, 112, which, of course, charges under criticism of the monarchy? Yeah, so I mean, I will reconfirm that amending um, Article 112 is one of our 300 policies that we will push ahead. Um, I think we are not um, afraid that that will put us in a position where our leader will be charged with, with Section 112, because mm. we know that what we are doing is a proposal to amend a law in the criminal code, which is something that is it's, um, normal to do. And I think we've been very clear with the public about which, you know, which um, problems that we want to fix and how we want to amend the law. Um, and I believe we will not be the only party um, as well um, in the parliament that will um, support um, amendment of this law. So we will, okay. um, we will not be isolated in this, in this agenda. Uh, Panchadar, that, that we're even talking about less majeste laws is a huge change in Thailand from a few years ago. The country is really undergoing massive change and is going about to enter a big period of uncertainty, isn't it? Well, I think, you know, at this time, because of the move forward when uh, the election, I think it's going to be a lot of change. But, you know, the process to change all this, especially the Article 112, is really difficult, even though the move forward can, you know, submit this to the uh, parliament because they have enough number. But, you know, that's another process to go through. And also it has to be approved by the Senate as well. So then, you know, uh, I think it's a bit difficult to change this 112 article, even though, you know, they want to amend it. And uh, everyone in Thailand, especially the young generation, they have been requested this for a really long time. But um, I think we have to wait and see whether, you know, uh, how this going to be happen and how move forward going to amend and how this going to uh, other political party, uh, whether or not they're going to support move forward on changing this Article 112. Absolutely. I believe we'll be revisiting this story a fair bit over the next 60 days, the next couple of months. Many thanks today to our guests for joining us for a very interesting discussion. Parit Wacharasin, Panchadar Siriwana Bood and Sean Boonprakon. This episode was produced by Mohamed El Aichi, Katia Lopez-Hodiyan, Fungi Nguyen and Paul Taylor. Studio sound was by Aston Goodison. The programme was edited by Banish Mathai, Lynn Nguyen and Joe DeFrias. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Story podcast to catch every episode. Thank you for listening and tune in on Wednesday for our next show.